In this week's episode, we're heading to New York State to sample the Hudson Baby Bourbon Spirit Drink. And we're visited by a spirit of another kind, a Hollywood spirit of whiskey past, which inspires us to have a conversation about some of our favourite Hollywood films. And as always, you can find some more whiskey and things-based content on all of our social media platforms, Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram, and Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And please, wherever you're listening to this, rate, review, subscribe, follow, whatever the options are, please just get involved on your podcast platforms. And uh, if you really want, join us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Whiskey and Things. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Welcome to episode 22 of Whiskey and Things, the podcast. I am Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Don't you think it's classier on when you say Whiskey and Things, the podcast? Do you think it's classier? I think it's a bit classier. What, move the the over? Yeah, I think so. Well, considering we had the YouTube show, this is Whiskey and Things, the podcast. The podcast? Yeah. Exactly. Before it was just Whiskey exactly. and Things, whatever, no one cared. Now it's Whiskey no. and Things, the podcast. <laughs> and still no one cares. Yes. <laughs> I care. But, uh, yeah, well, so do you. talking about no one caring, though, it was nice. I had a little interview on the Pod Bible this week, yeah. didn't I? Which Good job was, on that. Uh, Good job. Fun with Stu Whiffin. If yes. anyone hasn't listened, yes. um, I, I posted links on our social medias. It's good. But, uh, he called it Whiskey and Me, but uh, we'll forgive him. I didn't. Got... I didn't. No, no, I know you. I didn't say you'd. He's going to say. But then we'll forgive him because yeah, yeah. he does have a lot of podcasts to uh, get through. He certainly And Whiskey does. and Me is actually the name of the Whiskey God's upcoming autobiography. <laughs> if you want to uh, check that out. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh man, in we've a, got to do that. In a bargain we bin actually, near you. We have to do that. That's too funny. That's too funny. <laughs> Whiskey and me. Whiskey and me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Chris Stapleton oh, song. Can anyway. you imagine the pictures? Do you always like flick to the pictures in the middle? When you get, oh. I love doing that. Can you imagine like a baby whiskey god with his first like bottle of bourbon next to him? Oh, talking of baby babies and and bourbons, uh, should we crack on with this week's whiskey? Yeah, why not? Look at that smooth. I know, right? Boom! Whiskey bots roll out this week's whiskey. Hudson, baby bourbon. Spirit drink, it has written on the label here. Spirit drink, that doesn't sound uh, promising, not yeah. gonna lie. I've been looking into this today, it's been bothering me, Dave, um, because I've been trying to research, because this is 100% corn in the mash yeah. bill. So, well, it isn't a mash bill, it's just 100% corn. Most uh, whiskies and bourbons, they at least have to have a bit of malt barley in there. Science bit for the enzymes and stuff, but they might have wheat and rye and all kinds of stuff. This doesn't. It's 100% corn. And I think they're not illegally allowed to call it a whiskey in the EU because they've maybe used um, artificial enzymes or they've added the enzymes. So I think it's that. Right. But let's not dwell on that fact. Let's not dwell on that. Um, They've made a bourbon, a baby bourbon. Do they have other normal bourbons? They do. They have like a four grain bourbon. They have a single malt as well. So they're doing all the other stuff as well. Um, Right, okay. But, but this, this is, is a, this is one of the Hudson varieties. It is. It is uh, from Hudson. I mean, that, is that something to do with New York? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's from um, New York, about an, uh, two hours upstate of New York City, in a place called Gardner. Gardiner. 
the water comes from the Hudson River, I'm guessing? I don't know. I haven't looked. Well, you would have, you would have, I'm just going by the name. I just, just thought I'd look. I know. Normally you get Google Maps up, Nick. Normally I have got you, it. you put it in a Google Map machine. It is by the Hudson. Correct. It's by the Hudson. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I didn't know it went up that far. I thought that would make sense. No, you're, you're completely right. You're completely right. I mean, I didn't even have to look it up. Just, no. Uh, I thought it was just a New York all- term, to be honest. Um, but the, the distillery is called, I think I'm pronouncing this correctly, Tuthleton. Tuthleton. I thought you were going to say Tut Hill Town. Tuthleton. one word is T U T H I L L Town. Tuthleton. I don't know. Yeah. Say it in a Northern accent. Tuthleton. Tuthleton. Yeah. Yes. They're quite new. They started the distillery in 2003. Took about two and a half years to start producing some spirit. They started off with vodka, actually. Um, oh, obviously, yeah. because they needed their whiskey to age, etc. cetera. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, it's quite a small one. Um, I read somewhere it might have been bought by grants, but um, let's not, again, dwell on that either. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, so is that, sorry, is that not owned by Diageo? No. Grants is another big company so. that also owns, that's like Diageo's smaller rival. Yeah, like William Grant's, like the, the blends you yeah, 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 remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, cool. Yes. Um, yeah, I think there's only like 10 to 12 people run the, the whiskey side of this. Um, but yeah, so this is their Hudson Baby Bourbon, 46%. Um, it's 32 quid for a 35 centilitre bottle, Dave. So it's half the size Ooh. of what you'd usually get. Yeah. That's quite expensive. 32 quid for around that. So you're talking about 65 70, uh, can can I assume? Can I assume that it's a lot cheaper in America? I'm not expecting to have that knowledge on your fingertips, but I'm assuming it would be. I'm assuming there's some kind of export duty that's been imposed on that or import duty. Yeah, it's not a big company, so yeah, it would be a lot cheaper over there, I reckon. Yeah. Um, so, right. Yeah. Should, should we? Uh, should we get testing our old factories yeah, on this, Nick? Well, yeah. Well, while we're pouring, um, it's the first bourbon to be distilled in New York since Prohibition. Lovely. Interesting. Interesting indeed. You can really smell the corn. Yeah. I've, I've had a little bit of a taste earlier. You can really smell the corn. Ooh. It smells like butter popcorn. It does. It does. It's popcorn. It's, ri- it's right <laughs> there, straight away. It's just the movie experience in the glass, isn't it? it- <laughs> yeah, cinema in whiskey form. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just take this in. Just douse it. You know, douse the popcorn in it. That's amazing. Yeah, what uh, salt or sweet? Um, can I have baby bourbon, please? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, sir. <laughs> yeah. So this is quite interesting because they age it in very small barrels. When they first started, it was about two gallon barrels they were aging this in. So it aged oh, yeah. really quickly, and it's aged for less than four years. Um, and as well, it's a very dark color, isn't it? I was it? about to say it's really dark. Yeah. It's like a but very small, dark... smaller barrel that would have more surface area on the whiskey, which is why it would have got darker, right? Yes. And also, because it's in New Science. York... Science. Um, the, the temperature, the climate fluctuation in New York is ridiculous. Have you been to New York yeah. in summer and winter? I have done both. I've, I've been yeah. there in February when it snowed and in the middle of August when you, it's... You can't go on the crazy. subway. You're just sweating. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's another reason why it's been kind of... Uh, it doesn't necessarily need as long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I can't smell anything other than corn. I mean, it's amazing. I, I actually really like the smell of that. I'm getting the flat Coke thing again. I like the cherry, 
cherry cola. I guess, yeah, it's a little bit of that. There's always that just, in this kind of thing. This kind of bourbons for me. I think um, I need to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> hey, feel free. No, it's no, fine. No, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, it's gone, everyone. It's gone. Don't worry about it. I've not smelled anything like that. That's the most unique bourbon smell we've had, which makes sense because it's 100% corn. But <sighs> Burning my eyes, to be honest. 46%, uh, non-chill filtered. <laughs> Bless you. Good uh, Lord. I'm going to have to go and wash up. Hang on a moment. <laughs> oh, wow. Carry on, Nick. Carry moon. on. Wow, I'm just going to pause a bit. Might have a taste while he's gone. I smelt a little bit too hard there, Nick. <laughs> uh, the old factory got a bit of abuse. Wow. Yeah, what have I missed? look after that old, old factory, mate. <laughs> exactly. The old factory, will the walls will fall down. Yeah. Interesting fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they first started making these, they were told that they were meant to agitate the barrels every, like, couple of weeks or a couple of months or something. But they does didn't that, have the does manpower. Does that mean just, like, jiggle them about, give them a shake? Them about. Yeah, move them around. But they didn't have the manpower. So they adopted another way of doing this by sonic maturation process. So basically, they've got a load of Can bass speakers. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. They've got a big sub. They have many subs, apparently, around the warehouse. And they play heavy bass music to uh, kind of agitate the, the whiskey inside the barrel and to make it all vibrate. And also makes wow. it kind of, uh, yeah, interact together more. It's interesting. That's what Metallica you- have done with their whiskey as well. Um, it's quite interesting. Did you know, Nick... That if you are deaf, you can still hear music if you hold a balloon. Where? Where do you hold your balloon? If you're holding a, <laughs> hold a balloon yeah. and someone plays music loud, yeah. you'll hear the music even if you're deaf. Um, through what? Obviously the vibrations. Your, yeah, no, but don't you need the actual eardrums to register those vibrations? Look, I don't know about this. I'm kind <laughs> you of can't bring up, up a fact like this, Dave, and not have Well, no, it's it. not that I'm making it up. I've I'm been not saying you're making this. it up, but I've been told this, but I don't know. I don't know all the science. I haven't looked into it. It's just something I've been told, which I am passing on as fact because that's how the internet works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see a nice little meme on Facebook? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> anyway, so this has been sonically. Uh, agitated yes it has so pretty much like anyone who's been listening to my voice on this podcast has also been sonically agitated I didn't want to Uh, say anything well there you go should we should we um should we get tasting this (laughs) yeah let's do it it's very strong wow that's a burn that's a serious burn it blew it engulfs the mouth yeah walnuts really do I mean walnuts what are those little nuts I think they are walnuts yeah Walnuts. That's that's the first thing that's coming to my mind, is walnuts. Spices and walnuts. It's very spicy. There's no rye in it. It's just all it's all burnt for me. Yeah. Also there is there is some woodiness to it. Mm. Um bit smoky much smoky wooden woodiness. I'm tasting corn all over the place, of course. Yeah. But walnuts. Ser- I'm getting a serious walnut vibe. Yeah. It's just burning my eyes, mate. I don't know why. It's not even Do that I, strong. I, yeah, it's walnuts. It's definitely walnuts. And aren't walnuts in the in the Wardle salad? They are, yeah. Which is also a New York delicacy. Oh, there we go. It's all making sense. It's all making sense. I was I'm generally haven't even telegraphed that. That's that's <laughs> I haven't telegraphed that, sir. 
Can you fetch yeah, me my but, telegraph? Um, I, I'm not sure about this. Uh, do you want to add some water and see how we get on? Yeah, mate. I've actually got ice here. Because that's, that's so strong. I've like, got a bit of ice. I'm going to whack it in because I've, I've got much left. But my, I'm going to talk, talk into the microphone, people. Because um, I like bourbon with ice and I think this will make a big difference. See, now I can smell the walnuts as well. Weirdly. Okay, not so much of a burn. That was good. Um, I much prefer that. It's still Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. Come here for the best uh, best words, people. Bernie. 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 No, he, he didn't win. He didn't win. We got Biden instead. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, he's from Vermont as well, not not New York. Vermont. <laughs> great, great use of your eyebrows, Nick. <laughs> Mate, my eyebrows have a, have a uh, mind of their own. Mate, did you see that Will Smith video? I've seen. I didn't. I didn't put the music on or the sound on. The for eyebrow it, dancing. Yeah, I was going to send it to you and say, "Me and you need to do something about like this." Obviously, it was. <laughs> you you wouldn't even need to do it. Fake. You you've just got it. Don't mate. These eyebrows have been the bane of my life because they just got a mind of their own. They're brilliant, mate. They're so expressive. Most expressive no, eyebrows I've not. ever seen. Because like when I was when I was when I was a lead singer, Dave in the band, I used to do like base my eyebrow movement on uh, James Hetfield of Metallica but then just never grew out of it. So, and I've got all these lovely creases on my forehead now because of that. So, kids out there, don't mimic James Hetfield because you'll no, have a do. very... Yeah, but not, great, not his eyebrow movement because you'll get some you'll weird great expressive eyebrows forehead. like Nick. Creased foreheads are, shows, are a sign of wisdom, Nick. Like Gordon Ramsay's got the most creased one I've ever seen. When I, when I was a kid, I was told, I'm assuming by my mum and dad, but maybe in the grandparents, that a cre- every crease you have in your forehead is like, <laughs> shows shows wisdom or something, something silly. You know, one of those like... Is that what it is? That's what it is. Sorry, I'm completely distracted. No, I'm, I'm enjoying really... it. I'm enjoying it. Welcome to Dave Giles Digressions. Mm. Um, yeah, this is this is a lot more drinkable. I, I could actually drink this now. It's got some water in. Before yeah. I had one little sip and I was like, well, it's nice, but just too strong. It's yeah. just, it just blew my, blew my head off. Correct. Um, the It's very hot in Manchester today and the ice I've put in has just melted pretty quick. So wow, it's lost all the burn for me, but I did enjoy it. As a bourbon man, I don't think it's somewhat, sorry, as I, I drink bourbon more than scotch. Like mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't gravitate towards this. No, me either. For us, it's very expensive for what it is, but flavour wise as well. It's just a bit too much, bit, bit sweet. I think you need all the other grains in there just to give it a bit more balance rather than... So it's, it's not jumping out to me as, as that sweet, really. It's just something about it that's... It just doesn't really taste like a whiskey. Right. I don't know. It's weird. It's not unpleasant. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. And I like that... I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Last week I was saying, wouldn't it be nice if India did something different? Hmm. And it's nice that the New York thing, if they've gone, oh, let's do something different. Let's do this sonic thing with small barrels, <laughs> sparrows. And yeah. and they've tried something. And that's that's good. And it's given a different option, which someone is going to like. Yeah, definitely. But for me, it's not what I want from a whiskey. And it, as that, that I like walnuts. But for that that flavour, which is, to me, it's so walnutty. Mm, I've picked up a um, little bit of that at the end. Yeah, I think for me, because this has got a very kind of potent flavour, 
I think if you were to, it would punch through in a cocktail if you were to do something with it. I, yeah, but um, potentially, I think that would be really interesting mm. in cocktails. I'd like to see what happens in an old fashioned with this, but like sweeten it up. I think it, I think it does need sweetening up. Do you know what this reminds me of? Here's here's a good one, which I think is interesting. You know how we talk about how whiskeys often have a cake or or like cooked fruits. Yeah. To me, all that stuff is like is moist. When you have a, a good fruit cake, it's moist, right? You don't want it to be dry. This is a dry carrot cake. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. A, not a good carrot cake, a dry carrot cake. Overcooked carrot cake. Yeah, it, it's that. That's yeah. the kind of vibe I'm getting with this. Well, that's the kind of image that's conjuring up in my head. Just just a, a bit of cake that's sat out for a bit too long. It's lost its moistness. Yeah. And again, some people might like their cake like that, but I no, prefer them when they're a, a bit moist. That's more of a bread then, isn't it? More of a yeah, malt uh, bread, malt loaf. Yeah. And you fairness, want a moist a cake. Everyone loves a moist cake. You want a moist And also, I like the sweetness of the, of the, of the, of the cream, and I'm not getting any sweetness. I'm really not getting much sweetness from this. Mm-hmm. I got more sw- but, the sweetness for me was on the nose for sure. I think it was just too powerful for me on the palate to pick up the sweetness there. There we go. Yeah, I just uh, yeah for me it's all right. It's different. Like it. Uh, not worth not worth the money though. No, for sure. not for a thirty-five um, centiliter. Here's an interesting one though. If someone were to get me a bottle of this, I'd quite like having it in my collection. Yeah, as a try this, hundred percent corn. Get this round your chops. Yeah, I, what, I just I just think there's probably things you can do with it that would be interesting. And because it is a different, because it is such a, I'd say this is probably the most unique whiskey we've had yet. It's uh, definitely up there. So yeah. Certainly of the bourbons we've done. Yeah. Yeah, of the bourbons. Yeah. Okay. Certainly, yeah, for of sure. the bourbon, certainly of the bourbons. Yeah. I was trying to think of the other one, which is really kind of, which I was trying to compare this one to, the few bourbon. But that had a bit more flavor, a bit more manageable, that one. Yeah. Yes, I I think I preferred the the, the few, but but I think there's a place oh, for this I prefer on the whiskey the few shelf. One. I preferred the few bourbon. It, yeah, yeah. If, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I won the Euro Millions tonight, I'd have a bottle of all, everything was done <laughs> probably. But uh, but I'd I'd be happy to have if that was the case. If I had a whiskey shelf that I could have three hundred bottles of whiskey on, I'd want this in there mm. um, because there would be an art. I'd be like, I'll have that in the cocktail. Anyway, I think that's probably enough of this, isn't it? Yeah. More than enough. So I there think. we go. What, so have you bl- got any? Have you got any final thoughts, Jerry Springer? Um, I blew my balls off, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but there we go. And when you've got a hernia, that's dangerous. That is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough going on down there, as it is Nick? Anyway. Right, oh yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Why should you do a shot of Hudson Baby Bourbon? Because it hurts more. <laughs> was that Alan Rickman? Was that Rickman giving us a baby bourbon joke? What's he, he doing, doing here? <laughs> Down from the whiskey heavens. Oh. oh, hello, Mr. Rickman. You are most welcome among us once again. You are sorely missed. You are missed. Well, that was that was random. Anyway, P- very pleasant. Very pleasant. How to hear from are him. you, David? I'm not too How bad, mate. I felt guilty because I didn't give you any time last week until like, well, no, it's, it's down to me, but- It is, you know, it is though. No, but it's not. <laughs> had a lot to, we had a lot to fit in last week and I was like, right, got to get it all in, got to get it all in, carry on, carry on, carry on. And then uh, we kind of put your new single to the back of the uh, back of the grid, didn't we? Yeah, it came out today. It's gone, it's gone well. Like we're, we're doing this on Friday. You've been a busy boy. I've been a really busy boy. It's been a, it's been a busy week. So- uh, yeah, the, the single came out today. We nearly had 2,000 streams in the first day, which is fantastic, just on Spotify, which is fantastic. So if you have listened and you've enjoyed it, thanks very much. That's, it's, 
it, it seems to be going down well. People seem to be enjoying it. Happy days. I've got a week full of things planned. I've just done a, a live stream, just come off doing a live stream, which was sponsored, Nick. I had, I had my first ever brand deal. Ooh. So that's, that's come about this week. I'll get, you know, um, Sound, Soundcore uh, Audio got in contact and they wanted to help help out. And uh, have you have you got any Soundcore stuff, Nick? Uh, have, have you got the... the the Liberty Pro Two headphones, or the, or the, or the, uh, the flare speaker. Have you got any of that stuff? I've got both of those, mate. Um, if listeners, have you tried them? I haven't yet. No, I'd want to actually delve into it and let it have my whole uh, attention when I do it. They're really good. Yeah, I know. They're really, it really looks good, good, man. Yeah, no, I've been reading the um, box all over the place. The box is lovely and all. Like <laughs> the, they've got the packaging down. Anyway, sorry. I, I, I love yeah, good I, packaging, me. Yeah. So I've, I've had my first brand deal. I've been talking to my brand manager, Sean. And and we and it ended up wanting me to do a, a live stream in co- conjunction with my single coming out, so that all worked out well for, yeah, for the sound soundcore sessions hashtag May soundcore sessions soundcore sessions. So, yeah, that, that's quite exciting for me. I've never you know, I've I've been weighing weighing it up. Like, am I selling out by by doing a brand deal or not? I don't know, but but I love their stuff. I like using it. Mm. So therefore, no, no, of course not. No, I don't think so. If I get given something I don't like or I buy something I don't like, I won't promote that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's that's gone on. And then we had the Pod Bible interviews come out, which we spoke about earlier. So that's that's happened. Busy. And and then we're getting to the nearly to the point where space and things, the podcast is going to happen. We'll talk more about that later and, uh, as, as that does come out. But Exciting times. It's been a busy week, Nick. What about you? I mean, doing anything? You had fun? Not really. I was kind of searching through because like we had, um, obviously a few weeks ago, we were talking about, you know, us at college and um, tat stuff and narcosis and stuff. So I had a little dig around and I found a load of like pictures, weird pictures of us at college and like old CDs with backup photos of whatever, which I now need to go through. I I think I'm going to find some absolute gems on and like music I didn't even know. So I'm going to kind of have a bit of a sort through over the next few weeks. It's nice, isn't it? I mean, this is. I know. I know you give me grief about it, and and Danny gives me grief about the fact I've got everything organised. I don't I give you grief about is. it. I'm, I'm, I admire it, Dave. I'm just amazed how quickly you can find a photo of me from 2003 with my arse out. Um, <laughs> and to be honest, that concept scares me. So uh, <laughs> I've got. I've not got anything that incriminating, <laughs> but. Uh, it is. It's. It's. It's nice to be able to reminisce. It's nice to to to. Especially as we're getting older. I mean, it feels like yesterday we were, we were doing all that, but it wasn't. No. But anyway, it's weird you brought that up because I've nearly completed the month not shaving, and I've got. Oh. A, it's so much better than it was back in two thousand and five. Congratulations! I mean, it looks. It looks like a. I look like a proper man. We look like an adult, Dave. Well done. <laughs> Thirty-five. Yeah, I look, you made it. I can. I can finally. <laughs> you can now grow up. I might have given the winners a run for their money. Probably not, actually. They were still no, mate. They would have like. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to get rid of it now, though. No, 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 no. That's a good look for you. No, no, no. That's a good look for you. It's irritating. Do not get rid of that. Do not get. No, it's not. No, it is. Irritates me. No. This 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 length irritates me, Nick. Really? Yeah. No, it looks good, mate. Looks good. I spent all day long like chewing it. Well, just no, just get off the top. All right, chew me a bit, but and then. It's good and for your jawline. What's, what's wrong with my jawline? What are you trying to say? It gives you one. <laughs> oh. 
Why do you think I don't clean shave, mate? Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, once, once, I don't know where I'm going with that. But anyway, no. <laughs> once I, yeah, I always say I'm going to get fit and I never bother. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it's been so hot this week though as well, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, uh, it's been, it's been a hard week to be busy, but I'm looking, looking forward to um, a little bit of cooler weather. Cause don't moan. I'm not moaning. The thing is, I love to, I love the heat, but this flat's a nightmare in the heat and, and, you know that you've been mm. in it. So extended periods of time I, when I was trying to work, if I didn't have much on, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. I could have relaxed a bit, but I've got, I had so much to do with trying to focus in the heat. It's not always ideal, but um, I'm, I did manage to get most of it done, but I'm quite tired because that's the thing that goes, isn't it? Sleep. And look at my eye. My eyes all over the place. You can tell. Look, it's all no. over there, Nick. <clears throat> well, go get it. <laughs> don't know where it is. Yeah. Don't know where it's gone. Anyway. Yeah. That's what's going on, Nick. That's what's going on. But it's, yeah, it's been fun. It's nice. It's nice to feel like I'm busy again. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like I feel like in many ways I've been doing my job this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you mate, you've been all over the shop, all over the shop. Well no, done. I did a space talk, a live stream. Yeah, it's, it's been good. Anyway, yeah. thanks oh, for yeah, asking. Oh, space talk too. Good lord, mate. Good lord. That's You're been busy, isn't it? It's been busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Sweet. Um. Yeah, a bit of anticlimax. I haven't done much. Just more whiskey stuff. That sounds fun as well. Yeah. That sounds fun as well. <laughs> right, should we, uh, should we, should we crack on with, uh, the, get, see what the whiskey god's got to say about the baby bourbon? Yeah, I want to hear what he says. In the name of bourbon, the blends, and the single malts, Amen. Rickman again, Rick, Rickman again, giving us a whiskey prayer to introduce the god. What well, dude? Maybe maybe the god's made a friend up there. Maybe in the old whiskey in the whiskey heavens. Oh, Rickman, what a legend! Uh, oh, there we go. Do you reckon he was a whiskey drinker? I don't know. No idea. We should find out. <laughs> Someone's got to know. Yeah. Someone has got to know. Someone's got. He know. strikes me as a single malt drinker, though, doesn't he? Yeah. You can imagine him with a single malt. I can imagine him with a single He's looked like a man of class. Did you ever see that, that YouTube video of him smashing up that, that cup of tea? It's oh, ultra slow-mo. It's so good. Because he was making a cup of tea, wasn't he? And then he gets really annoyed and he flips the table, but it's super slow motion. Super slow-mo with some like Inception-style music soundtrack. I think oh. it was the Inception soundtrack. It's like a seven-minute video. Yeah. yeah oh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But it was like 15 seconds in, re- in reality or something silly like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, can we put a link to that in our doobie-doos? Yeah, yeah. Also, I'll, pu- I'll, I'll just post it up on social media as well. It's so good. So good. But like that, you could also imagine that, you could imagine him doing that with a glass of scotch as well. You could imagine the way he's sitting there. You could imagine yeah. him with a glass of scotch and then by a fireside. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. anyway so we... Uh, Realise he's got a blend. the gods about. But Whoa! <laughs> Anyway. Now, now, now we've got a whiskey prayer. We should see if the gods about in the name of the bourbons, <laughs> the single malts. No, what was it? The name of the bourbons, the blends, and the single malts. Where are you, whiskey god? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. You are looking mighty fine today. Oh, he's been exceptionally generous there. What's he it's talking unlike about? Unlike you to be so kind. I'm wearing a douchebag Unlike you to top. be so kind. I'm sweaty. I'm airing out my pits. Very kind of him. What are you talking about? Well, I sense that a compliment was required. It ends there. Shall we progress? Might as well. Absolute classic God. Yeah, go on then. Be a long show otherwise. Classic God. 
Jesus. Absolute classic God, that. You know, gives with one hand, takes with the other. Anyway, take God. Taketh with the other. <laughs> Let's have your tasting notes for the Hudson Baby Bourbon Spirit Drink. Spirit Drink. Hudson Baby Bourbon. Tasting notes. On the ice. A surprisingly deep amber. This is due to the small barrels Nick mentioned earlier. On the palate. Let's be honest here. The rich history of moonshine presents strongly. Since this whiskey is 100% corn, you get a strong sweet corn note which presents quite obviously on the palate. Breathe out or retrohale out your nostrils before you swallow and you'll be reminded of the first time you had moonshine. Since very small oak barrels were used here, you will get youthful oak and the beautiful traces of char from that caramelized wood. A slight tartness like that of green grape raisins and sour cherry are rounded out by a welcome silky sweet cream note. The nice and spicy burn brings us to some simple but strong notes on the finish. Popcorn, toffee, sweet corn morphing into a youthful ethanol note. Overall, this whiskey was created in a very deliberate and specific way, as Nick has kindly talked about. If you are a fan of the extreme corn-forward notes of moonshine, you might really enjoy this neat as a strong punch to the senses in an otherwise drab day. Add some water or ice and quell some of that fire from the alcohol if you like. If you ask me, if the bourbon flavor profile is your choice or the base of any of your favorite cocktails, then this will be the most excitement you've gotten from something as simple as an old-fashioned. <laughs> Reminds me of how I found an actual use for Johnny Walker Red. Young as it is, it was terrible on its own, but makes your favorite cocktails more exciting. Try Hudson Baby Bourbon Whiskey with a fizzy orange juice. <laughs> Call it my gentleman's version of a mimosa. Yes, I do enjoy those from time to time. Hudson Baby Bourbon to top. Punch to the senses, Dave. It's got that right. The way we both responded to when our first sip, that does that does seem about right, doesn't it? It does. Do, do, do you know what? There's, there's something that you and I probably need to do at some point, and that's have moonshine. Yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't tried it yet, have we? Yeah, we definitely no, need to. No, because every, every time that gets brought up, I just, I don't really know what that is. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, um, that's the thing. A lot of Americans kind of try it. It's kind of like a rite of passage. They try moonshine, yeah. but it's not really something which was available to us in England. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? For us, it was super strongbow drinking it in the park, you know. It's very much a cultural icon in, in America, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a thing, it, whereas here it's not really. It's not really. It's probably more um, expensive than the whiskey we buy here, you know. Yeah, as well. yeah. Um, it's probably awful. Well, it's, it's the same. But it's, yeah. it's just corn whiskey, but they don't age it. So it tastes more or less right. the same. You just don't get that kind of um, woodiness from the barrel. So, Have you actually had it then? No, I haven't. 
but I've uh, watched many a video and read oh, see, many a thing. Yes, but I'm interested in his uh, gentleman's mimosa. Sounds delightful. That does sound like yeah. And again, though, that that kind of uh, as I said, it would be interesting to have this on your on your shelf for when you want to do something a bit different. Like have when you've got some cocktail ingredients. Yeah. Oh, let's try that with it because I think I think different. I think it would pop a little bit as a cocktail drink. But anyway, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yes. Um, shame we've run out now. But uh, yeah, there we go. Didn't yeah. last long at well, all, I've, did it? I've still got a little bit. <sighs> Cheers. I feel like I want Cheers. to go pour myself something else. Run out. Well, why don't you do that and we'll have a chat. All right. But in the meantime, let's, let's sting me. You, David, 10.30. You, Nicholas, 10.45. Bring bourbon. <laughs> oh, oh, Rickman. Rickman. Can we keep Rickman? Can we keep the Rickman stings? I like the Rickman stings. Rickman stings are fantastic. It's lovely him dropping in. Um, right. Well, I got a whiskey I thought Alan Rickman might like. I've gone for a little uh, Highlands, slightly peated single malt, an Ardmore. I thought he might like that. But, uh, Don't have all of that, mate. We need to do that in a few weeks. Yes, that's a good point. We will be doing the Ardmore in a few weeks, but take this cork out. But um, we, we won't talk about it now. We haven't had a good cork in ages. Oh. Anyway, Rick, Rickman. Rickman, what Can a we legend. talk about Rickman, seeing as he's kind of crashed our party? Yes, he he's very welcome. Un- very unexpected guest. Yeah. But, uh, what a legend. Oh. We've already talked about his epic cup of tea making slow-mo video, which everyone has to check out. But uh, what was your favourite, either the role Alan Rickman played or the favourite film that Alan Rickman was in? Sheriff Nottingham. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. It's got to be. In Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It's, I mean, that's why that sting is so funny. He's, <laughs> it's just phenomenal. <laughs> do you want to know a fun fact about that? Of course I do. Right, so obviously Kevin Costner's a star. Oh, yeah. He's a big star. Um, big star. It's a big star. It was a big film. It was a big film. It was probably one, one of the biggest, biggest stars at that time, wasn't he? He was massive. Yeah, I mean, he was, yeah, he was probably commanding bigger fees than most other actors at that point. Mm. However, when they got making that film, it became apparent that Rickman was going to be the star. That he <laughs> yeah. was all that anyone was going to talk about. So Kevin Costner had to be in the edit room telling them to take more Rickman out. Yeah, I can imagine that. Oh, that's because he was steal- every he steals every single scene he's in. Every. It's so good. Cancel Christmas. Uh, cancel Christmas. Use a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess why because it hurts more hurts more <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh wow but it's just it's but he's it's not just that obviously the script is great for him but his delivery is just insane but he's just such a good villain I mean how many great villains has he played you know yeah it's too many too many I mean even Love Actually where I was going to bring this up he's a bit of a twat in it isn't he yeah if you know what I mean still, but he plays it so well, like he, in the in the sense of he's an arsehole, but also at the same time you empathise with him. He, mm. he has that ability to make you empathise with with a bad guy or like a bad guy. And yeah, I mean, but yeah. And what, what about you? What's your what's your favourite favourite Whitman? Mate, it's got to be Hans Gruber. Yes, <laughs> Die Hard. It's got to be not only the best Christmas movie of all time, but it was his first movie he played uh, Hans Gruber wow. in Die Hard in 1988. I didn't know that was his first movie. First movie, yeah. But he offered it to, originally, who's the guy from Jurassic Park? Sam Neill. Sam, Sam Neill. They offered it to him. But before that, he'd just done theatre. Wow. Best Christmas film ever. 
best Christmas uh, film ever. He I had give you amazing lines the in FBI. That. Yes, <laughs> he did. He had the best. He had so many lines in that movie. You know. So many great movie lines yes. in that. So I'm yeah, going to so count to three. There will not be a four. Give me the code. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but the best one was, by the time they figure out what went wrong, we'll be sitting on the beach earning 20%. <laughs> There's so many. I'm not going to do oh, them. I'm, I'm absolutely ruining them. Um, we need him to come back and uh, do them in the stings a bit more. But what just legend. such a great, such a great actor, and so many great yeah. films, and gone far too soon. Yeah, that was that awful year. It was a week after Bowie, wasn't it? God, that was mm. the worst two weeks ever. Yeah, I've got another cool fact yeah. about that movie and Mr. Rickman. You know his death scene. Spoiler alert, everyone. But whatever. Um, you know when he falls. <laughs> yeah, and he has this look of terror on his face. I know, I know this. I yeah, know this story, they, they said they were going to be right. We're going to drop you on the count of three, three, two, one, whatever, <laughs> and they dropped him on two. So that <laughs> that look of terror on his face is absolutely real because it just took him completely by surprise. Um, mm. I love stuff like that. I've watched many a documentary on that film. <laughs> have you have it. you seen Have you seen the uh, the one? We may have to put this up on some website as well. Uh, is it the Honest Trader one or the one where they count how many times? that Bruce Willis would actually have died. Well, yeah, it was ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> well, it's sitting on this track. I can't remember what, what, what YouTube channel it does, but yeah, they I go was... through every single explosion, manoeuvre and jump that he does and list his actual injuries that he would have sustained. Yeah, I think the lift shaft one, he would have like burnt his insides, apparently. He would have... <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the glass. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. For me, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, as well, is that great Brian Adams song, and I know I know it's a little bit cringe, but it was isn't it? Everything I do, I do it for you was number mm. one longer than I think it still is, isn't it? It's the num- num- longest serving number one in the UK, <laughs> I, I believe. Which is was never twenty three weeks or something. It was something it was, I think it may be an eighteen. It's one of two. It's that or the Wet 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 song. Yeah, that was for four weddings and a funeral. Yes. Feeling in my fingers, I feel it in my love is all around. That was yeah. that was from four. Yeah. Which is why they, uh, Richard Curtis put it in Love Actually as well, obviously. Ah. Um, but I'm pretty sure everything I do, I did for you. But movies back in the 90s had songs attached to them that all became things. Like you think of all the Will Smith films, Men in Black. Uh, you think, like Batman. I missed the soundtrack. Ba- oh. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, exactly. Soundtracks used to be important. It's like, was it, was Batman Forever's got a great soundtrack? Or is it, ba- yeah, it's Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Kiss, oh, yes, kiss I, had Rose. I had it. I had it. Hold me, ki- hold me through, hold me, kiss me. Yes. Uh, a phenomenal that, uh, soundtrack. Um, the Offspring are on that soundtrack too. Smash it up, smash yeah. it up. Yeah. I that one. Yeah, I love that soundtrack. Who else is on it? There's loads of stuff on there. It um, went It went right up to the early noughties where, where films and big singles used to be tied together. A great marketing campaign. But you think like uh, when Elevation came out, it was the Tomb Raider yeah. movie. And they, they tied up that video. Like, it was just clever. Just really clever. And, so, and like, take a look around. The Limp Bizkit, uh, Mission Impossible 2 Mission Impossible song. Impossible 2, yeah. Metallica did one for that as well. I Disappear. That was the same movie. They had two songs for that. Um, is it only really James Bond who do that now? With the theme tune? Yeah. That's the, that's the only... But but that always did it. Yeah, I know. But there was a time when... But when the only one big, left All the big blockbusters. It. Yeah. All the big blockbusters used to have that. Bodyguard, mate. How long was that number one? Bodyguard, exactly. That was another one. How long was that number one? And I will always love you. If you want to know a fun fact about that song. Of course, Dave. Entertain our listeners. It was written by Dolly Parton. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Elvis wanted to do it. Originally, Elvis wanted to do it. Uh, before she released it as her single. 
Yeah. And Colonel Parker phoned her up and said, Elvis wants this song, but he only records songs he's got half the publishing of. Mm. So he wanted half the writing credits and Dolly said no. It good was before for Dolly. Dolly was a star. She stuck to her guns. Yeah, good for Dolly. I'm trying to find Fun out. facts there. No, I love those facts. I'm just trying to find out how long that was number one for. Whitney Houston. No, I meant the Robin Hood one. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Found it, Dave. It spent yeah. 16 consecutive weeks at number one. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought I, th- I was close. Longest um, uninterrupted run ever. Yeah, this is UK singles chart. Yeah, but then it was then it was wet, wet, wet. Love is all around, which amazingly is tied with Drake with One Dance from 2016. I didn't think anyone was going to get anywhere up near there again. But Ed Sheeran had one that was 14 weeks. But Winnie Houston, I would always have you, was 10 weeks in 92. It seemed like so much longer. Well, time travelled slower back then when we were kids. Right, maybe, maybe that record will be broken. There's a few that are up there from recently. But then the charts just don't mean anything anymore, do they? They don't, mate. They don't. It used to mean something. doesn't it, anymore. It, uh, well, it does, mate. Weren't you, in, weren't you in the charts a few weeks ago? Or was that Danny Gruff? No. No, it was you, wasn't it? Danny Gruff. And oh. it was iTunes chart, but no one cares about that. That means <laughs> you sell, sell 10 copies you can get on the iTunes chart. Everything I do, I'll do it for you. Sold 15 million copies worldwide. That's my point. Good Lord. That is my point. That's a ridiculous amount. Bear in mind a CD single. Well, it would have been vinyl single as well, wouldn't it? I don't know how much they would have cost. It's 91 as well. Yeah, so it would have been vinyl and CD. Blimey O'Reilly. Crazy. Good yeah, exactly, Lord. Exactly, right? Crazy. Well, there we go. Anyway, thanks, Alan Rickman, for leading us thank, on thank, that, uh, yeah. that trail. That lovely, lovely little... Soundtracks. Yeah. Rickman Films and Soundtracks. Boom. Does that mean in the title of this episode, I have to write <laughs> Ep 22, Alan Rickman. <laughs> I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. Alan Rickman. Because <laughs> we haven't got a guest, so I'm going to do that. I episode know. 22, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. I get people's attention. Alan Rickman. Um, exactly. Are we allowed? Oh, well. Yeah, of course we are. <laughs> we spoke about Alan Rickman. We're not, we're not misleading. <laughs> We've had a conversation speaking highly about one of the greatest actors of all time. We have Mr. Alan Sidney Patrick Rickman. God bless you, Alan Rickman. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. <laughs> Feels like an old friend, doesn't he? Like an old friend. Oh, this is like a hug from an old friend, isn't it, hearing him talk? Yeah. 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 Anyway, Nick, last week I, I set out a challenge for our listeners that if they've, if anyone was still here at this point, they should uh, go on to iTunes or, or, or Apple Podcasts and leave a comment about ducks. Has anyone delivered? No. Lindy Baker, <laughs> I, no. <laughs> we had one. one. We've had one. Hot dog. It's we a, have a wiener. It's a, it's a good anything, one. But- um, okay. This show is ducking great. Five stars. Cheers. Uh, a podcast <laughs> that I can't put down. Besides their bill of excellent guests, Bill, get good it? Good pun, like that. <laughs> the hosts themselves are so good and quack me up. Those two are birds <laughs> of a feather. Mallard. <laughs> Love it. Mallard. Mallard. Wasn't that Robbie's dog in EastEnders, Mallard? Well, odd. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dave. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. That's all right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What should we challenge people to do this week, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> the end your of favorite, show challenge. Us, uh, no, no, no. I just want, if, you, if you're going to go on Apple Podcasts this week, just give us your favorite Rickman quote yeah, and we'll or, be happy. Or, yeah, or fit in like a movie he's been in, like somewhere. Oh, yes. Somehow, know. yeah. So, yeah. Like these guys, review, they die hard. A review. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah very cool. It's a little Rickmanism. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Hey, we also heard from Jeff Whiskey about, uh, I didn't want to bring it up earlier in case the God got annoyed. 
but but we've heard from him about uh, Hudson Baby Bourbon. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it all out. Cool. And then you can decide you can decide what you want to put in. Okay, you're leaving me with that responsibility. I am leaving you with that responsibility. Well, thanks for um, that review. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That was great. Uh, we'll hear from you next week. No? Okay, go on. The 100% corn mash bill is very noticeable in the nose, smelling like freshly boiled corn on the cobs. Uh, excessively doused in warm margarine. Oh, warm margarine's horrible. Warm Have you margarine. ever had warm margarine on toast? I don't know. It really has such a sweet, friendly aroma, I found myself nosing for three minutes. I agree. It was quite nice was to noser, smell that one. It? it was a noser. It's more of a noser than a taster, I thought. But, um, yeah, the taste has this slightly tart wood and rye spice, pleasantly laced in rich caramel apple sweetness. Hmm, I'll differ with you on that one, Jeff. It ends on a very dry note. Yes, does. Mm. Familiar to drinking of remnants of an overbrewed cup of green tea with ginger. Overbrewed green tea is a great shout. Mm. Love that. Uh, he goes on to say that I would recommend this bottle if found on a special offer. But still, he on the nose, he's given it six out of six. Oh. And uh, experience, five out of six, but value for money, three. So he actually got, got 18 out of 24. Jeff's uh, shucks. What a drink. Anyway, thanks, Jeff. Don't Cheers. forget, please get in contact with your own whiskey notes if you have any of the whiskeys that we have coming up. Talking of which, Nick, what are we doing next week? In episode 23... Is that what you're talking Episode about? Episode 23. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. That's, that went better than last week. Um, we're going to be tasting our first Japanese whiskey, everyone. Finally getting there. Uh, in the form of the Hibiki Centauri, which is a uh, quite a popular one, I think, with people. So um, looking forward to that. Do you know what? It's also our first blend. Well, there we go. Wow. How many boxes are we ticking? I know. Two in one. Yeah. Look at that. Two in one. Wow. We're moving into uncharted territory, everyone. As we, as, as we get into our mid-20s. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it took a time. We've been spoiling ourselves, haven't we, of all these we single been. malts. and Well, I'm intrigued by this. I am intrigued. So yeah. uh, I've had this bottle sitting on the side for since Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it was a gift, and I've been waiting to get round to this. So I'm You were very allowed intrigued. to I'm open it. it. <laughs> I know, but I was concerned that if I enjoyed it, then I'd drink it all and yeah. then we wouldn't have any for the show and it's probably expensive. So mm. I just figured we'll try it. Then I can drink it. Yes, yes, yes. It's good logic there, isn't there? There's logic sound in there logic. somewhere. Yeah. Absolute sound logic. We'll go with it. Sweet. Okay. Anyway. We're going to be trying that next week. Beautiful. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions.